0: Block Talk Radio. Look in my. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs>
1: What's up, wrestling world? It's the one the only Brian Wells. And tonight's going to go a little different. Normally, you know, I'm bouncing off the wall, upset about something, excited about something. Today's in kind of a somber mood, if you will. Because most of the wrestling world, we have lost. valued member of the wrestling community Chad Gasper and that man died at 39 trying to save his son from riptide and so hang on one moment folks while we pause 10 seconds for station identification I will go more in depth later on as the show progresses
0: Right here, that Network.
1: All right, folks, we're gonna start out the night by reminiscing or actually reviewing.
0: <clears throat>
1: NXT. And also AEW Dynamite. So, without further ado, folks, we're going to start off the night by reviewing AEW first and then NXT Live. So, as we all know, because of social distancing rules and also fear of spreading the virus further. We're going to review AEW Dynamite We're giving a free pass So let's double or nothing I don't think so So Let me see here Brody Lee He wants to address The viewers at home Okay That he is not a god He is just a man Okay And he operates an elite level A dark order blah 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 they instruct to hurt John Moxley. Moxley catches a kick, blah, blah, blah. So Moxley hits the paradigm shift and ends up actually pretty much destroying this dude's arm. NJF with Wardlow versus Marco Stunt. NJF uses his strength, to throw Marco around. NJF applies a bear hug. Claps his ears to break free. Marco ducks an elbow and attempts a sunset flip and MJF. I'm sorry folks, I'm just gonna read the review because I watched some of it with flipping back and forth. So MJF not by the throat. I would kick this little dude's ass if he ever did that to me. Just saying. Just saying, folks. I know Marco Stone's more in tune in the ring, but if you ever hit me in the throat, I will beat you. I will beat you within an inch of your life if you ever did that to me in the ring, my friend. Stunt fires some kicks and a slap but gets knocked outside with a Lariat. Okay, so the MJF uh loads on Stunt. That's a joke. And then Well I'm just gonna let's see here. Oh, yes. Okay, so M.J.F. gets on the horn, says Marco lasted longer than he expected. Kiss the ring, M.J.F. punches Marco with the ring on. Okay, so Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus came to the gate, and then, let's see here, Jake Roberts. Please get his name right, dude, if you're going to do the review. Jake the Snake Roberts,
0: <clears throat>
1: Arn Anderson... Jesus Christ, Tony Giovanni is mediating the entire conversation Okay, let's see here. Anderson says, there are two credible guys who can sell anything, but even sitting across says, you can see the evil in Jake's eyes. He always knew the snake was nothing but a distraction. Robert says, he's been the hell back. So, one more trip down the road with Anderson wouldn't be so bad. Arn calls for decorum and mentions that Mike Tyson (laughs) Tyson will be there to present the TNT Championship to either Cody or Lance Archer. He says, as far as he knows, Tyson will have free reign to see or do as he
0: pleases. All right.
1: Jesus Christ. Jake is doing DDP yoga. Okay, Jake jumps up and flips the table. Out comes three referees to get between. Them. They're in a good shape, you know, for the ages that they are. And it says we get an inside look at Darby Allen. Uh, 20 seconds and standing in the black and white with some acoustic guitar playing. Are we stealing from Elias? Orange Cassidy makes his entrance with Trent and Chuck Taylor. This is turn to the back as an OC stage. blah Phoenix runs and dives it in for another kick, but misses. Cassidy slowly walks to the ring. Okay. So Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. All right. Cassidy dodges a few strikes, puts his hands in his pockets, It's <laughs> pretty usual. O.C. knocks him from the ring with a drop kick. I'm sorry if I'm putting you all to sleep with this boring uh, review voice. But Phoenix gets back inside and Cassidy takes him down, blah, 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 commercial break. Phoenix beats the crap out of Cassidy in the corner. O.C. comes back with no a surprising uh, speed strikes, blah, blah, blah two battle on top rope until Cassidy kicks him off and diving DDT for a near fall. Okay, who wins? Phoenix wins because he hits a low blow because he was distracted. Kip came out. SCU came out to tip Sadie and out the ladder on the ring. And Havoc runs out and a big brawl bakes out Colt Cabana hits the springboard a of Moon Moonsault But nobody catches him either Okay, so more people ran out Cassie thrown over the ropes on said, So what I'm gathering is it's just one big chaotic night in AEW Which I'm completely fine with Because I don't really, like I said, I don't pertain to their programming and I don't intend to because it's my choice as a fan. Dr. Britt Baker and Nyla Rose versus Akurushita and Chris Stratlander. You want to talk about confused, ladies and gents? I, I'm not against women having you know, notice qualification matches. I'm just saying, at what point are we just going to claim AEW as the new extreme? I'm not ever going to claim them to be like ECW, but when you involve a table in a match, it says they're avoided. The match, dough begins in rows. gets hit with forearms from Stratlander. This is a very sloppy review, but it's a review. Chris hits a drop tip and he, you know, considers a suicide death. How do you consider a suicide does So you why didn't you just say hesitates with a suicide dive, dude? I'm not trying to critique all of this at once. And it says Rose slams Stratlander and looks to tag Baker, but she doesn't. Okay, commercial break. Nyla Rose and Britt Baker. This is the oddest pairing I have ever heard in my life. And I'm not surprised that they book casinos the like this. So it says. Alex Marvez approaches Moxley and he says, as everything eventually comes to violence in his life, Moxley says it only gets hurt from here and it's going to get bad at double or nothing. So, two pay per views coming up, folks AEW and WWE. Ross, Shavani and Scalder give the entire run after AEW double or nothing. So, Hardy sings a little song and says, the inner circle should prepare to be obsolete. This is boring to me. Okay, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Is that the main event? Yes. Who wins this match? Oh, Matt Hardy. So, second twist of fate. Any inner Santa in this? No. I guess not. No Santana, no Ortiz. Okay. The Young Bucks. Okay, cool. Where exactly did they have their? This is in Jacksonville, the Jaguars, or was this somewhere else? I just. So in other words, they followed up from last week, which is you know, it makes total sense, right? No, I AEW. I give them the benefit of the doubt. They at least followed up with their stories this time. For the same token, when you have a women's match that includes hardcore, where's you know is there some kind of buildup between Stratlander and Rose? And Britt Baker and who's like who's the definitive heels and baby faces? Like there's no. In AEW, just, things just keep switching back and forth, and that's what great on my last nerves with these guys, is that there's no definitive, this is heel, this is face. We haven't seen Omega in quite a, quite a while, but um, going to tell you right now, wasn't that extravagant. So at least they're putting on a show. At least they're giving on entertainment. I try. I try to be objective, folks. I really do. So, tonight, they showed a promo for Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. Okay. Let's see here. They had a memoriam at the beginning for Shad Gasford and then you have Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Okay, Karrion Cross faced an up-and-comer and Liam Gray. He beat uh, Liam Gray via submission. And then Akira Tozawa versus Elio Del Fantasma. I believe Tozawa won that match. Elio Del Fantasma. So, Mia Yim versus Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett kind of looks like uh, Wonder Woman, but that's aside from the point. After the match was over... You see me, I'm getting confronted by Candace LeRae between Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai because she said, Candace, who are you? That's what Tegan Knox said. And then, well, Keith Lee came to the aid of me, and that's what happened. And then, let's see here. Okay, Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis. An unlikely pairing... An unlikely pairing. Sorry, folks. I'm I'm trying to grab my bearings and get my bearings, if you will. So it took Roderick Strong literally having to pin Dexter Loomis in a triangle pen one, two, three to get the victory. I mean, it wasn't easy. But that match has me going, wow, they've elevated Dexter Loomis' character to this really deranged, demented dude who just has an odd way about him. There's just something strange about, you know, getting a guy in a submission and just stroking his hair and whatnot. So, rising control, blah, blah, blah. And Rhea Ripley, promo, you know, she did in the back. And you had Ever-Rise versus Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Oney Lorkin and Danny Birch. they kind of sent a message to Imperium, Oh, this definitely sorry, folks. Mitchell is Keith Lee, who requests an interview. And then Keith Lee cut a promo on Gargano. I'm sorry, folks, if I'm all over the place. Maverick actually pinned Kushida, so now Group A in the Cruiserweight Championship is going to be Drake Maverick, who's a huge comeback story, by the way, is going to face Kushida and Jake Atlas, which is going to be great. So Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. You want to talk about Chaotic? This is a women's match that actually caught my attention. This is why? It didn't need tables. It didn't need elements of hardcore to make their match interesting, like in AEW with that tag team match. Um, so basically the match ended up in the I disqualification. So Io Shirai, Help from Charlotte Flair, go figure And Flair's, you know, being the workhorse Man, that woman, I swear There's nothing a Flair Cannot do, right? Especially when it Comes to Working NXT, Smackdown Live Oh, goodness. So Charlotte Flair ends up standing tall, literally, from a spear on Rhea and a big boot to uh, Io. I have a feeling there's going to be a triple threat match at In Your House for the NXT Women's Championship. I don't know. There's a lot of women gunning for Charlotte because she's, you know, she's been through the process before. She's been doing it, but that's, you know, folks, different story for a different day. We're going to talk about a lot of things before I get into uh, remembering Chad Gasper and what he meant to the wrestling community. So, folks, without further ado, we're just going to sit here and think for a minute. NXT, for the first time ever, is going to have an in-your-house takeover. But also, you know, this is the first time where an audience is not involved. I wish there was one because it would be great to hear a reaction from a crowd. It would be great to hear any kind of semblance of cheering, booing, because with the characters you have involved, with the characters... With the wrestlers you got involved right now in this takeover, you got Candice LeRae, you've got Johnny Gargano, Sheehan Nock, and now EAM, and all this chaos going on in NXT, because they've got to compete with AEW and AEW Dynamite, and they've also got to compete with Double or Nothing. So to make the card interesting, you've got a comeback story in Drake Maverick, but let's suppose the title really is. Dexter, Loomis, and a Dream. So, sorry if I uh, butchered your name, Dexter. But, um, my gosh. That is the weirdest pairing aside from Stratlander, not Stratlander, Yeah, no, Stratlander, Shida. No, Strat Yeah, Stratlander and Akira Shita. So, imagine, you know, Velveteen Dream, who is... This pre, not pre-Madonna, but basically the dude. The dude. So literally made people go, wow, this guy is truly for real. I'm talking about Velveteen Dream. If anyone took a look at Dexter Loomis, you'd think, okay, he's part of the NXT breakout tournament. Not Really? Not sure what to make Not sure what to make of these two And I'm really not sure what to make Of what's going on in this world right now I do know that Last night was a lot of fun With Jake Logan just want to give him a shout out And say Thank you dude for being on my show I had a great time, I hope to have you on here soon Thank you Thank you for you know giving my show life, and uh, I'm hoping to breathe more life into it by uh, getting more guests and doing better. So, folks, I'm sorry if I'm staring, I'm just kind of in a We're not going to do The entrance music For Off the Rails Uncensored We're just going to go straight into it Now For those of you who Read the article about what happened to Shad Gasper A former professional Wrestler in WWE As part of the tag team called Crime Time This man was More than just a powerhouse In WWE He was more than Tag team champion. But this man was, you know, he was a. It was just the cheesy saying of he was a breath of fresh air. I met this man at WrestleCon. He was the nicest dude ever. And even for a brief moment, even if it was just an autograph and a handshake and a thank you, dude, I like your shirt. This guy, I mean, to save somebody, not just somebody, but his son. Who is now fatherless? But it's not in vain. It's not that Shad walked out. It's not that Shad was a terrible father. No, he saved his son. That's not a terrible father at all. So here's the story: Shad and his son went swimming in the ocean, and um, it says that his the body of his, you know, his corpse was found, you know, on Venice Beach because his body had washed ashore. So he got thrown into this riptide. So it said, Gaspard, 39, went missing Sunday after he'd been swimming and newly reopened Marina Del Rey. Uh, oh, yeah, newly reopened, yeah, Marina Del Rey with his 10-year-old son, Police said. Los Angeles County reported its beaches last week for physical activities. Which includes walking Los Angeles County reopened its beaches Last week for physical activities Which includes walking Running and swimming The beach had been closed to combat the spread Of the novel coronavirus When last seen by the Lifeguard a wave had crashed over Mr. Shag And he was swept out to sea The department said the boy was rescued The U.S. Coast Guard Los Angeles County Lifeguards, County Sheriff's Department all looked to the swimmer Said Trina Schrader, a spokeswoman for the Sheriff's Department. The search was suspended Tuesday afternoon. Gaspert is best known for being a member of the wrestling team Crime Time with fellow WWE star JTG, which debuted in 2006. After leaving WWE in 2010, he pursued an acting career and has appeared in the films Think Like a Man 2 and The Last Sharknado. It's about time. CNN has requested comments from representatives from Gaspert and family So in a nutshell folks That's what's going on right now In the wrestling community And what's sad Is that um, You know For someone to die At that age it's not it's Not the norm 39 years old is a very very young age Not only is it a young age To pass on But if you've been in the a wrestling company for four years, and he left because uh, he wanted to pursue acting. He did what he wanted, man. The Sad part is for you know Father's Day in June, and not just right before Father's Day, I mean, Memorial Day. So now we mourn the loss of somebody that was or did have impact, whether you knew him for a brief moment, whether you knew him for all your life. I don't know what else to say cuz how do you how do you cover someone's death? You know as as a journalist, you you can honor it by saying we as journalists can honor it by saying this man busted ass for a company for 4 years and been seen in a long time. I mean, occasionally at WrestleCon and would wave hello like, "Man, you here again?" That was cool And he was very relatable He was very friendly He was a big He was a big man, man. Very tall Man was a tower But he was a big Big Cool dude it would take time Out of his day To like ask What's going on What's up We'll laugh We'll smile Last time I saw this gentleman dude dudes and you know, gals or whatever I saw him at WrestleCon in China. and tried to and just like a bunch of other people who saw him at WrestleCon and took pictures and had him sign autographs not what we should be thinking about, folks. You should just remember, you know, his last deed here on Earth, they, you know, everyone and their mother would be proud of. He gave up his life to save and preserve his son, and his son, hopefully in the near future, will create a new legacy. So... It's definitely different, yes, definitely a sad uh Type feel a lot of deaths in professional wrestling happen. It just depends on what level you go through of mourning and remembering I would like to remember having those far moments with the generation X and how many you know how many people can say I got to. Commiserate with two of the greatest ever In professional wrestling Well two of many Triple H and Shawn Michaels Not only did he collaborate with those two But you know there's some memorable moments Outside arenas Before this COVID-19 bullshit Occurred The reason I say that is because It is It is complete and utter crap that the man died. So, and the whole COVID-19 thing, not a thing, it is for real. For those of you who left messages in my inbox about, you know, me ranting and raving about it, I do not apologize to anyone about what I'm about to say. Yes, a virus can kill people. And yes, it does exist because they have been confirmed cases across the state And that's all I'm going to say about that I'm not a CNN podcast I am a wrestling Pro-wrestling podcast and I'm going to leave it Right at that So back you know, to remembering Chad if you will Yes his career was brief His time here on earth Was brief But here's the thing I'd rather remember someone for what they did and, You know instead of Critiquing someone, well, you, he, this guy never did this. He was a complete asshole. No. I would like to remember someone not, you know, for what they did wrong, but the good times. What Shad, what good memories we have with him are as follows. Not just Degeneration X. It's, there's a lot of good fan moments that this tag team had, and Shad, for that matter, as well. It's forever etched in our memories. You know how someone that strong can be lost so quick. It's not not that bad. So let me.
0: Let me come over with you all
1: and just recall a few memories. Like, when they first got to WWE, I just thought, you know, oh, here comes a replica of uh, Harlem Heat. If you look at Stevie Ray and Booker T, it's a very similar tag team. They were style, They you know, one was more serious than the other. Harlem Heat did have their fun, but, you know, it, just a comparison between Shad and Stevie Ray they're both similar in size
0: and and they're both
1: you know ground and pound, but I still have the you know the agility. I'm sorry so, so I just you know I'm busy trying to remember man you know for what he not only did in the ring but also where you know how he was perceived as a member of the wrestling community and right now there in the top 10 actually he's number one of people who gave up his life for his 10 year old son not very many people will be well known for that I mean sure there's other stories out there not to take away from any of that by all means
0: It's just,
1: right now, this world's going through so much chaos, and it just took another incident to cause chaos, and cause not just chaos, but sadness. I'm almost like, man, life's too short to be fucking cynical all the time, life's too short to be Critical about certain things In professional wrestling Yes I realized I was very Critical of AEW in the beginning And I've acknowledged that I don't really Pertain to their programming But what I'm saying is Life is to be short to be too much of one Too much of a cynic Because look We are concerned about A lot of different things Maybe Will we see tomorrow Will we ever go back to normal again just a lot of shit that goes through people's minds right now, including the fact that, you know, we could drop off the face of the earth. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. What this man did for his little boy and the fact that his little boy's safe is all that matters in some regards, but it doesn't take away the fact that Chad's gone and he only lived to be 39. I'm only 33, folks soon to be 33. And I got to tell you, I got a lot of thoughts in my head right now. I never really pictured all of us to be sitting here talking about someone's death, about COVID-19. We didn't even think that this whole plague thing would be a thing. So There's just a lot to process. A lot. And I will discuss a little bit about professional wrestling because that's just my job. But before, you know, we're going to take a, a break, if you will, from discussing Shad just for a moment. The whole pairing of Velveteen Dream and Dexter Wheelmist,
0: that's interesting. Why? Because
1: there have been oddball pairings in the past like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss Stratlander and Akira Shida Myla Rose and Britt Baker Odd pairings tend to work Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brian Pillman, Senior that is Just Odd pairings in professional wrestling, they either work or they don't work, so
0: <clears throat>
1: hopefully this pairing of Loomis and Dream works out. I don't know what's going to go on, but geez, please. imagine if there was to be a twist with Loomis joining Undisputed Era. Where would the, where would the oddball sit? I don't know if I'm giving away anything. I'm just, just throwing that out there as a wild guess, you know, because I like to be prized in professional wrestling. Dream hasn't been, I mean, he was seen on TV facing Adam Cole. He had him beat, you know, the elbow from the top. Would have been one, two, three, and you know, speeded Not gotten involved and knocked out the referee. So he must have got over that whole controversy with him and you know, sending picks to minors. We don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. We shall see, my friend. If you got any questions, go to wrestle underscore radio. If you have any more questions, go to WrestleRadio forward slash Facebook.com. On Twitter, it's Brian, or it's, 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 it's Brian Rails, B train 05000 on my Twitter handle. So, you guys, I've given you three platforms. Message me. I don't care what you message me, but it better be appropriate. Oh, well, you know, sending me political messages like last night. So, there's that. Now I'm back to, uh, we're going to switch gears again. When someone passes away, it's not the the end. It's usually the beginning of something new, something real, something good. That's, it's sad, it's depressing, it's fucking dark as hell. Something people don't like to discuss because people say words that will set someone off. But just, you know, keep his family in your prayers, guys, make sure you know you don't take life for granted because you never know when you might lose someone. And you might never get a chance to say how you really feel. So in closing, odd pairings, sometimes good for wrestling and sometimes backfires. Uh, people die every day. They're dying at a rapid pace, as a matter of fact. There's always going to be a silver lining At the end of the tunnel, right? There's going to be a silver lining about something may not get what you want in life, folks may not always keep someone That someone you love dear to you But we all know that we all end up somewhere And we have a, a purpose in life That's what I always believe We always have a purpose in life, so all right, folks, that'll do it for tonight. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Monkeys in the truck hit my music toodles, bitches. I got to get up early again. Love you all, and I would love to chat more, but we all know I can do that on Monday. Folks, so have a good night. Love you. Thank you for listening. And um we hope to recover from this. Horror horrid plague, all right? Shoot those bitches. I got to go for real. Bye.
0: Look in my eyes. What do you see? The cost of